Coming up, the Grizzlies continue to look unstoppable in their winning streak, and Giannis took over against the Warriors. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Hey everyone, you're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I am your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our local Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from Thursday and basketball. And last night's biggest game, the Memphis Grizzlies saw their winning streak get even bigger against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The biggest game. The Memphis Grizzlies are winners of 11 straight games now after beating the Timberwolves by eight in Tennessee last night. On a night where John Moran didn't have his high-scoring production, other players stepped up to take down Minnesota and keep the streak alive. Locked on Grizzlies is here to tell you more. In life, there are a few things that remain the same no matter how things change. Sean Coleman here with the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. The sky remains blue. Water remains wet. Days end in Y. And also, the Memphis Grizzlies just win ball games. 11 wins in a row. That is correct. 11 wins in a row. The Grizzlies, after struggling to start this game against a Minnesota Timberwolves team that consistently plays tough against the Memphis Grizzlies, the Grizzlies are able to find a way to make it happen. And this time, it's not John Morant, who very much had a tough game tonight, was defended well, the refs' whistles did not go the Grizzlies' way. Very physical game, but a very good game against both teams. But Jaron Jackson Jr., 20 points, 5 blocks. Desmond Bain, 21 points himself, showing off his resourcefulness as a scorer, despite the fact that the three-pointers weren't falling. But tonight, only one word describes the Memphis Grizzlies' effort, and it's Jitty. That is absolutely correct. Jitty for the city. Make the documentary now. 15 points, 17 rebounds off the bench, two, three of four from three. John Conchar was an absolute stud tonight and was the difference for the Grizzlies in this victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves. We talk about the resiliency. We talk about the resourcefulness, resourcefulness of this team every night. Somebody's stepping up, and tonight... It was Jitty. The Grizzlies get their 11th victory in the row. We'll have this and much more getting ready for tomorrow night's huge matchup against the Dallas Mavericks on the postgame edition of the Locked On Gritty, Gr Grizzlies podcast. Jitty! The Minnesota Timberwolves got big nights from their big three of Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Anthony Edwards, but it still wasn't enough to snap the Grizzlies' hot streak. And Locked On Wolves tells you why. Ben Beacon with Locked On Wolves here. The Minnesota Timberwolves fell on Thursday night to Memphis by eight. Memphis now has an 11-game winning streak. The Timberwolves had a real shot to defeat the Grizzlies on Thursday night, and it wasn't John Morant that really killed them. He had a pretty good third quarter like he usually does, but this was all about Jaron Jackson Jr.'s parade to the free-throw line, Brandon Clark dominating the glass along with John Conchar, of all people, 15 points, 17 rebounds off the bench for Conchar as the Grizzlies were a plus 10 on the glass, dominated in the second-chance points 
uh, category had 16 offensive rebounds. Yes, the Timberwolves' big three played great. Anthony Edwards had 30 points. He had uh, 20 plus of those in the first half. Carl Anthony Towns had 25 and nine was great in the second half. And D'Angelo Russell was fantastic throughout this game. But the Grizzlies did work in the paint. They did work on the glass. All the ways that they've been winning games over this long winning streak. And the Timberwolves just didn't get anything from players not named Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, or D'Angelo Russell. Uh, that I mean, we'll we'll talk about all this in the post game pod, but. The non-starters plus Patrick Beverly outside of the Timberwolves' big three plus Vando shot 17% from the field in this game. Not a recipe to get a win against a team that's streaking and playing as well as the Memphis Grizzlies. We're going to break it all down. What happened offensively to the Wolves? What did they do well in this game? Because they were in it down the stretch against a really good team. And where do they go from here? It's all upcoming on the postgame podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Wolves. And now let's take a look at our best performance. The best performance. Hold up. Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks hosted the Golden State Warriors last night in Milwaukee, and the two-time MVP put up a triple-double effort in taking down Golden State. After a big night from the Greek Freak, our Locked On Bucks host recaps the win post-game. What's up, everyone? Kane Pittman here from Locked On Bucks, and as you can see, the game is still going on behind me here, but it doesn't really matter. It's over. Milwaukee blew this game out in the first half. 39 points they led by at halftime. The second biggest halftime margin in franchise history. Giannis got his work done early, efficiently, and in dominant fashion tonight. 30 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists for the two-time MVP. And for the Bucs, I think that more than anything, this is another statement. When you think about some of their big games that they've had this year, and there hasn't been a lot, but they've beaten Brooklyn twice and they looked dominant in both of those games. Christmas Day, Giannis took over. So I think this is the biggest lesson from this team. You go through the playoff run last year and now this year, they're never afraid of the moment. It seems to be the bigger the matchup, the bigger the stage, more Giannis wants to show out, more Chris Middleton wants to show out. And uh, that, to me, is a pretty good sign of a championship contender. I don't think the Bucks and Warriors will be too worked up about this game. Golden State shot terribly. Milwaukee shot really well. That's the difference when you're talking about two great teams. So, you know, I don't think there'll be any panic for Golden State, no doubt. No Draymond Green for them, no Drew Holiday for the Bucks. We'll see what this means moving forward. But impressive by Milwaukee, nonetheless. And Giannis... Again, we keep saying it. This is why he should be just about at the very top of the MVP conversation. I'm going to break it down with Frank on the post-game show. Make sure you join us wherever you get your podcasts or now on YouTube. The Pelicans find themselves in an odd spot going into the final weeks before the trade deadline. New Orleans started the year as one of the worst teams in the NBA, but now have rolled back to get into playoff conversation. So are the Pelicans for real here? Our Locked On Pelicans host tries to solve the puzzle after another New Orleans win. This one over the Los Angeles Clippers. Are the Pelicans a playoff team? After beating the Clippers 113-89, they're knocking on the door of the 10th seed in the Western Conference. I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans and Locked On NBA. And after a 3-16 start to the year, New Orleans is only one game out of the 10th seed. While the record still isn't 500, it's an impressive turnaround for the Pels who are still missing Zion Williamson. In the easy win over the Clippers, Brandon Ingram finished with 24 points and 6 assists, playing at an all-star level. Jonas Valanciunas had 18 and 16, and rookie Herb Jones continued to play lockdown defense, limiting the Clippers starting backcourt of Reggie Jackson and Amir Coffey to just 10 total points. Since New head coach Willie Green turned to the starting lineup of Devontae Graham, Josh Hart, Jones, Ingram, and Valanchunas. The Pelicans are 10-5 and and have scored some quality wins. It's wild to be thinking about some sort of postseason after that awful start, but that's what they're thinking. 
Lincoln in New Orleans right now. So for more on the Pelicans, who they are looking to get at the trade deadline and when Zion Williamson may return, be sure to check out the Locked On Pelicans podcast. All right, everyone, that is a wrap for us. Thank you so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. For more on the association and your favorite team, make your second listen Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked On your team every single day.